This episode of the Comedy Button is brought to you by Mack Weldon, makers of incredibly comfortable men's clothing. Head to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off your first order using the promo code COMEDYBUTTON at checkout. If you like anime, you need Crunchyroll. It is the best possible streaming service to keep up with beloved ongoing series, weird as shit new stuff you've never heard of straight out of Japan, and deliciously tacky old school trash that you used to have to root around in the back of a video store to find. Like, remember back when it was called Japanimation? I miss that shit. Anyway, Crunchyroll is the best thing to happen to anime since that late night cartoon-centric cable TV programming block, which I won't name here for obvious reasons. So go to crunchyroll.com slash comedy button and sign up for a free month-long trial today. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to the Comedy Button. My name is Max Scoville, and I'm joined by my good pals, Brian Altano. Funny tummy bunnies in my baby belly. Scott Bromley. If you need me, I'll be over here taking a snoo. <laughs> oh, we've got a sleeping man on the radio show today. Ryan Scott's not here. No, he's not. He uh, he got he was riding his bike in the marsh and he slipped right in. I saw some right into that, right into that he's gully. Just, he's just stuck in the cattails again. <laughs> I saw some some concern recently in the group about where Ryan where is Ryan these has days, been, yeah. and I think it's time we actually address what happened. He's been he, he's been he's he fell into quicksand. <laughs> yeah. And it's taking a very long is, time. All well, us, the problem is we keep throwing him shit like magician scarves, and it's yeah, not helping. Yeah. He's like, whoa, 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 Throw me something I can grab onto. Yeah, Here's, we, take we, the slinky. Last week, I went to, to go see the old uh, the sink, sinker sand, and he was still in there. And I, said, I handed him a hockey stick, and he grabbed it and pulled it and fell in there. So I said, <laughs> I'll be back in a week with another object. And we told him, we told him don't move. Yeah. Soon, it, only, it only makes you fall deeper. Soon he'll be up to his head, and he'll look like a nerd version of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator. By the way, how come Quicksand is no longer a trope in movies and TV shows anymore? It's, it really it was for a long time. Yeah, global, global, global warming. warming took all the sick like quicksand. Yeah. I think there's too many people actually did it, and they're like, actually, quicksand is one of two types of things. It's either a special type of dry mud or a different type of sand that isn't that quick. I yeah, that know. sucks it's not there anymore. Yeah. Because I just remember, like, ladies in dresses in the jungle would always fall into quicksand, and they'd look like they were I mean, covered in oatmeal. Yeah. The last time we saw it was Crystal Skull, probably. And that was like, oh, funny, funny tropes. Also, they had to, like, make the quicksand out of CG, and they'd throw him a snake as a rope or whatever. I think quick mud is still a thing. Quick mud took Artex in uh, Never Ending Story. Yeah, that's true. Quick mud oh, is pretty good. That's sad. It took a whole horse. You know what I don't think gets enough enough love is the uh, the, the corn silo from Witness. And that guy, they, they lure like a gangster inside there and they just hit the switch and he just gets crushed under tons and tons of like corn. But there's also dust in the air. So he's probably like, it's probably like getting suffocated by Doritos. Yeah. That's cool. a scene that from that hit Peter Weir film. Why didn't they throw a match in that corn silo and blow it up? With all those, all that corn gas. Dude, that would be such a fucking awesome John Woo scene of like some dude gets covered in corn and he just like lights a, a single match inside and just like popcorn explodes and he comes flying God, out. Look, have, you ever seen, have you ever seen those videos of just corn silos exploding? No. Because oh the, yeah, they're terrifying. Because they're just like because the corn dust gets gone. the corn dust gets going and it creates all these gases and the the silo kind of can't take the pressure of its own weight and bends over and when it bends the metal sparks and its corn silo just goes boom. Does popcorn come out? Um, I, I guess probably. Okay, because but, not, it, but it doesn't sucks. look like the end of Real Genius, where it's just coming out of everywhere. Right, that's what I was hoping for. No, do you guys ever you ever read that those like old like Paul Bunyan, Picos Bill picture books when you're kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had like where he goes in like the canyon and fucks up a bunch of tarantula people. Yeah, uh-huh. I thought it'd be a good like cinematic universe, but like give it to like. Like Paul Verhoeven or somebody who's going to just go insane with it. That's a good idea. Like, uh, what is it? Paul Bunyan, like, he lit a bunch of corn on fire and invented popcorn and all the dudes went, like, diving around in it. Yeah. But they yeah. had to make him his big-ass pancakes. The men had to put butter on their feet and, like, ice skate around on a giant skillet. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, imagine, like, that being a real thing. That'd be very scary. Also, yeah. you got this, like, giant tyrant with his fucking blue ox that he has to, like, carry around with him. I wish they had a popcorn convention called, like, PopCon, and at the end of all of it, they just filled up the floor to ceiling with popcorn. Like, it was basically <laughs> all these things. It was just, like, a whole celebration of trying to make shit explode using just popcorn. You know, Brian, I, was watching, I was watching TV the other night, and I, I thought, hey... Maybe Brian and I could take a lovely, lovely visit to this convention because we don't visit enough conventions. It's true, we don't year. go to enough. Um, but I would say at in the Las end of Vegas, year. beautiful Las Vegas, every year there's the pizza convention. Really? Yes, that's the place for it. <laughs> when you think pizza, you think they, Las Vegas. They fill the Las Vegas pizza, the, the, the Las Vegas convention center, with people who are selling different ovens for pizza. Yeah, people who are selling different <sighs> boxes for pizza. 
box holders for pizza. I think I'm going to go to that. I'm going to go to that right after I go to the slot machine convention in beautiful Midtown Manhattan. <laughs> and then there is uh, the pizza competition, the World Pizza Competition, where everyone makes their pizzas for to compete. But then there's also the dance competition. What? Where people spin dough, but also have to perform tricks while that's spinning me. dough. That's there. You're burying the lead there. That's yeah. the real. That's the real fucking beauty there. Yeah. And they have pizza clothes. Mm-hmm. And holy shit, pizza bikes. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like going back to the popcorn thing, I feel like we were about six weeks out from that being a, no pun intended, a pop-up in L.A. and San Francisco and Wait, probably gourmet, Seattle. Gourmet popcorn? Yeah. No, just being like, come to the popcorn house. It's a room full of popcorn. <laughs> oh, like the color factory and yeah. ice cream factory and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, where it's just like, here's a silly idea, but oh, wait, we're in a time, we're on the island of Pinocchio, boys, when silly times are totally okay. Everybody needs an Instagram <laughs> photo to prove that they were there. The popcorn, yeah. the problem with popcorn is that like 20 minutes after you make it, it that shit is fucking kaput. <laughs> Because it's in your belly? No, it just gets wet. It gets weird. What are you putting on your popcorn that gets it all wet? The air. Drizzlings. Air? Yeah, air. Old popcorn is... What do you you, you live in a fucking sauna? Popcorn gets stale so fast. It's so gross. It gets just... It's just wet. It pulls in the moisture from the sky. Your popcorn is so stale, I believe your home is humid. Your mom is so popcorn. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I, I inhale that popcorn like a wolf, and it never gets wet. That's the problem. That's what I'm talking about. You have it very quickly. You, you, have, a, you have a solution for this yeah. situation. You know, you if could, you go to the movies and you get popcorn, you know those people that bring home the popcorn from the movies? You know, I think they're called poor. <laughs> I think you go or hungry. You go home with like the extra popcorn. I don't know why poor people do this, because there's a way cheaper way to eat food than spend $14 on a bucket of fucking popcorn. Get it? You can get like three steaks for that kind of money. I just like to eat out of buckets, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I really only eat movie theater popcorn and, uh, and fried chicken. Yeah, you can turn it into a hat or what clothes else? for what a dog. Else? What else can you get in buckets? What, chum? Fried chicken, bucket, uh, yeah. Chum? That's chum? <laughs> chum. <laughs> yeah, I love, yeah, just the, I'm a good old American shark. I love um, the f- ice cream. <laughs> I guess ice cream comes in buckets, sort of, but it's hard to eat a lot of it. Not if it's. I mean, it's hard melted. to eat a lot. It's hard to eat a lot of it. That's yeah, then you have to drink it. And it's just checkmate, idiots. You just yeah. drink it now. I I ate like half a bag of frozen grapes last night, like a dog. Really? <laughs> yeah. You ever have those? I yeah. actually never have. Oh, they're great. You take some grapes, you freeze them. I kind of figured, and then you eat them. <laughs> hey, well, wow! I never tell would have us guessed. more. Tell us more, Gordon you, Ramsay. How did you come up with that recipe? It's really good. But here's the thing about them: like after about a half an hour. It starts to feel like some like a, they're just slush grapes. No, it starts to feel like an elf is blowing up small balloons inside you. Oh, <laughs> like he's like oh, the balloons over here. That sounds very very weird. <laughs> like oh god, little condoms are being blown up inside my belly right now. Are you now. swallowing them whole? No, you chew on. Oh, them. okay. I was like, you, you, you bite them and give a little carve. <laughs> I think that's probably bad. I don't. I don't. I don't see, I like I like grapes on their own because they they're like, like that. I feel like you have wooden nickel <laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs> yeah, frozen grapes filling your belly with balloons. I don't like that. I like eating regular grapes because they feel like eating little water balloons. Yeah. And you're like, you're not worried about them being down there doing stuff. They're yeah. just like, they're just juice down there. I can't believe I'm being judged by you knuckleheads over here. <laughs> well, no, sorry. No, I Scott, mean, you eat like a fucking asshole. No, I was talking about the, 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 way, that judging you were, you. the way that you were describing the... Yeah, you give them a little gnaw. I was like, oh, it sounds like you have wooden, wooden nickel you, teeth. Well, you're over there rubbing your eyes like the dude from Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> that dude loved frozen grapes. That old table covered in them. I don't know. That'd be really funny if that dude was eating popcorn and he got salt in his eye. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, I'm gonna, oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm rubbing my eye. Like, I got an allergy attack out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, they, you eat some dumb shit, though. I see, I see you eating dumb shit. I eat dumb shit all the time. You eat all sorts of you, dumb You'll shit. have, like, a bowl full of leaves that somebody yelled at and then got hot. Yeah. What? I don't know. <laughs> like a hot salad. <laughs> oh. They're like, it's like, oh. Uh, like, you took lawn clippings. And yeah. Then... <laughs> I'll be like, what's for dinner, Scott? You're like, oh, we had egg porridge soup. Yeah. Jalapenos. <laughs> what the Broken fuck? celery stalks. I don't know. <laughs> you mean like an adult version yeah. of the shit from Hook? Yeah. I think, I think, I think my philosophy is, well, it's all going to come out of my asshole eventually. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You just mix it all together. Uh, yeah. You mix it all together. It saves time. 
We got oranges, uh, pears, <laughs> oatmeal. Just, just put that Taco Bell burrito supreme into that juicer. <laughs> some vegetable broth with a single lemon slice floating in it. All right. We got a good question I want to talk about. Stephen okay. August from our Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash groups slash the comedy button. He asked, if you guys could make one biopic about anyone, who would it be Polly Shore. about and who would you want to portray them? Polly Shore. They can't be them. Played by... James Franco. That's a good idea. That's not bad. I only say Paulie Shore because uh, he is had a fucking fascinating childhood growing up at the comedy that, store. Have you seen, have you caught any of the, uh, the circuit he's done recently? He's done like a, a whole bunch of Where he's of talking interviews. about how he's 50 and how he's like wished he could do the 90s over again. It's, it's so fucking fascinating. Yeah. It's so That's fa- why I said Polly Shore because I've always known that his mom, his mom Mitzi Shore, which I, I believe the show I'm dying up here, which is not a good show at all mm-hmm. on Showtime about uh, stand-up comedy in the 70s. I believe that the main character who runs the club is based on Mitzi Sure. So right. wait, that's the, his mom ran it, and then yeah, owned, yeah. He owns was and ran just it. like the kid hanging out, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Oh like, wow. Like, and, and just fucking around, which is how he got stage time at the comedy store huh. and learned how to be a comedian, I guess. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I say I guess, uh, but also got um, the attention of MTV, MTV to get his own show. Yeah. Because they were also doing half hour comedy hour, huh. they needed stuff from the comedy store. Yeah, Missy goes, put my fucking son on. It was really interesting. It's it's just fascinating to hear. Um, I don't know. I I I think I've, I've been very lucky in that I'm I'm nostalgic for shit, but in like a warm kind of way, not in a like make America great again kind of way where right. a lot of people are. Like I'm very I'm very happy consistently moving forward and there's a lot of people who are very just like they they're fully aware that the best part of their life is gone already. And it's not only just gone but it was decades ago. And listening to him talk was fascinating cuz he he's he really longs for that era and he's also at the point where he's kind of bitter that he um, fucked it up. That he, a he fucked it up, and b that there's a lot of people doing comedy stuff now that have no recollection of who he is. If you're if you're 20 years old today watching comedy shit on YouTube, you've never seen Encino you, Man. No, no, no. There's no reason to. I mean, the, if, he also like he made some very bad movies too. I mean, you look at like shit like what? Biodome. So like I was a little bit late to the part. Like he just kind of I think he reached peak popularity before I was like. He really? did. He did totally Polly, which was at the time one of the highest rated shows on cable TV. What was? What was like? Was he just always like? Hey, it was me. It was, sure. it was doing the weasel. He was hosting. What was the he, weasel? What was that? What was the? Um, what? It, it was just making a masturbation noise with his mouth and then like doing fingers like this. Really? But he his, wore a lot of scarves. His whole shtick was like incredibly high, unquantifiable. It was basically like funny party dude in the corner, like with a hacky sack, being like, ah, yeah. and he would do celebrity interviews with people on the show, but it would always be like at his house overlooking the hills because he lived above the comedy store. Okay, um, and then he would show videos. And do weird sketches, and it was every afternoon. It was in that TRL TRL yeah, okay, slot. Okay, so because like my first exposure was him in the, a fucking a goofy movie. Yeah, and then I, and then Biodome showed up, and I was like, I don't like I, I don't think I ever. I think I saw Biodome in like 2007 because it was on TV or something. Scott, you could probably tell better about like how would, the impact Encino Man had if it was if it huge. made a lot of money, but it was huge. It right? didn't. No, no, Encino Man did. I mean, it made a lot of money for what it was. It was like a. Two and a half, three million dollar movie that probably pulled in thirty. Yeah, because I want to say I was. How old were you when that? I was. I was in junior high, so I was yeah. like twelve or thirteen when that movie. Yeah, came so out. I was a little younger than you, and I remember looking. It was. A, it was a kind of thing where it hit for junior high kids to look at to be like, oh, this is what this is high what school high school is like. like. Yeah, and right. it was our first introduction, really, to like Brendan Fraser and uh, it was anyone's introduction. Yeah. to Brendan it was Fraser. That, it was his first movie. It, it was yeah. that weird era where like California was still like this kind of like mythical like, oh, yes. it's a cool place. But that was the other thing for me growing up in the East Coast. I d- I learned about California through shit right. like Encino Man. Yeah. Um, and and through you know other stuff being produced out here, and then but, you move to LA and you're like, Encino sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was fascinating because it was just like I didn't I I don't think I knew at the time what like what smoke what that smoke what smoking weed was or what potheads looked like. Yeah, I didn't you get know, that. Like, I knew about it, but like I just Paulie Shore was a pothead without smoking pot. Yeah, he gave you the the you're like 
that guy smokes a lot of weed, but we yeah. are not allowed to show it. Right. right. And he was just this goofy That's dude, so- and you knew kids like him, you know? Like, every everyone had a class that was like – it wasn't – he was kind of like a class clown, but he wasn't like – he was also he kind was of the, like a he troll. He was the proto-Travis Birkenstock. Yeah. Well, there was that like – there was that whole just era of – I mean, you had you had Bill and Ted, you had like Pauly Shore, and you had uh, I don't know Wayne's World to a certain degree, and it was mm-hmm. just these like this like party this kind of these party, party dudes. dudes, yeah, and like Beavis and Butthead too, <laughs> where, but they were kind of almost like a weird like meta satire of that, where like the people who base themselves around like the Bill and Ted type would watch right. Beavis and Butthead. Well, like huh. the, the word alt is fucked now, like you can't use it to preface anything anymore. But that was sort of like the like you know alt high school mm-hmm. comedy or alt 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 comedy. Like it was just alternative comedy. Sure. Um, it versus like I don't know. You would turn on the TV and there'd be like nine hundred two and zero, and you'd be like, well, this is what squeaky kids, squeaky, uh, squeaky clean kids do in a high school. And then you'd be like, oh, this is Beavis and Butthead. And me and my friends were like, we're way more Beavis and Butthead than yeah. we are Jason huh. and and. Dylan, God, I mean, it's just—I don't know. That stuff's really, really fascinating to me, just as from a cultural standpoint. Because the further away from it I get, the more I think I understand it, which is sort of—I don't know—unusual. Like usually, when you're—I think just because I missed it so closely, yeah, that it was like it was kind of taken for granted by the time that I was like old enough to be sort of the target demographic. Yeah. Um, but anyway, my 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 biopic would go to Pauly Shore. Yeah, I think especially especially exploring the the era post like in the army now when oh, Sandler God, came up that. and started taking all of the movies that would have been a Pauly Shore the film. Sandler, yeah, huh. the Sandler ate his lunch because I think what I think what makes Pauly bitter is that he was starting to go down this path, and by decisions that he made, the studio's like, don't do that movie. He's like, no, buddies, I'm going to do that movie. And then Sandler comes in. He's like, I'm going to do Billy Madison. Then I'm going to do Happy Gilmore. And then I'm going to do The Waterboy by Pauly Shore. Yeah. Everyone's going to remember me forever and not you. (laughs) What was like one of the last ones he did? Like The Farmer's Son or whatever? Who? Son-in-Law? Son-in-Law was the second movie he did. Was Really? Yeah. Brendan Fraser Fraser had a cameo in that movie in the dorm party as Encino Man. So it was Encino Man, Son-in-Law. Biodome? No, Biodome was ninety five. No, it was Encino Man, Encino Man, Son in Law, and then I think maybe it maybe it was maybe it was Biodome, Jury Duty. Oh yeah, Jury Duty was ninety six. In the army now. Huh. Yeah. yeah, and it's. I mean, it's funny because he was it, because if he was sort of appealing to this more like I don't know if it was sort of alt and like. I don't know more of like a like what like it's it's weird comedy you know sort yeah. of yeah yeah, yeah. by are the you, time are you that, pulling up his IMDb I am yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. by the time like the sort of the, the old dudes with money caught on it was too late basically right 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 mm-hmm. yeah um, well I don't like was he difficult to work with like was it like a liability or did it that his like I think it was just sell? I think it was just too much too fast. jury yeah. duty I saw jury duty in theaters wow yeah. Because I I think that was like we were still we were still there you know we yeah. were still looking out for it I. uh yeah, and Cino he Man, did that. Son he did that documentary a few years ago in like 2000. Well, not a few, probably 2002 or something. Where mm-hmm. it was Pauly Shore is dead. Biodome was the last one. Yes. Yeah. Would you know about that? Where he, yeah, Pauly Shore. Yeah, is I, dead. Never, I never saw he it. Tried, but he tried to come. He, it was like a self-aware. Yeah. So he made a, he made a documentary interviewing people about how he was dead, and all these people who like basically wouldn't put up with him otherwise were like, "Oh, that really is so sad." Pauly Shore was so great to work with, and then he was like, "Ha, jokes on you guys." Jokes I'm on not you, dead. buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so odd. I, also, Billy Madison. I, I was ah, fuck. I was. I saw something on the internet that was just like a clip from Happy Gilmore, and I'm like, I've fucking always sort of hated that movie. What? I don't like Happy Gilmore. Oh, really? I love that. Movie. I get fucked. No, okay. Yeah, I, I love, love Billy movie. Madison. Yeah, I, I think Billy. I think Billy Madison is infinitely superior to Happy Gilmore. I think. I think that, and this is debatable. You guys are going to. His grandma wants to. You're going to fight me on this. Be relatable with him, so she wears a Gene Simmons mask. I think. I think Happy Gilmore has way better secondary characters, like the side characters in Happy Gilmore. Like Ben Gilmore. Stiller in that movie. Yes, like Ben Stiller in that movie. Like the fucking nine foot tall guy who's like, you got to play it off Jaws. my foot. Yeah. Yep. Jaws. Uh, like the fucking dude who's like uh, tr- totally on Shooter McGavin's nuts. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that guy. Like, there's some. Re- like uh even the, shooter mcgavin yeah, yeah. even the coach. no I'm, i I'm, i should give another chance i think it's just more the i don't know i guess i guess the sort of going back to school and being a, a giant child is more relatable to me than golf well which, i think yeah. the reason why i love billy madison and happy gilmore so much is that in college <clears throat> we we had free cable but it was spotty at best mm. in the dorms and for some reason the cable was out for three straight weeks and the only two movies we had were uh, Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. Oh, shit. And so my right. roommate Sean and I would just watch yeah. Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. 
repeat like multiple times a night. So right, I think, right, right, I think right. like between between Billy Madison and like his sort of SNL and his and his comedy albums, by the time Happy Gilmore rolled around, it was like he was big. You know, like that was his first one that was really. I mean, Waterboy was really. Waterboy was, really was the one he was big because Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison were giant failures. Really giant failures. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking maybe like I was. I was like, I don't. I never... still remember the radio ads for Billy Madison. It's like, go mm-hmm. see Billy Madison. Yo love. I remember Billy big, Madison. <laughs> big Daddy was one of the ones I hated at first, and it, I kind of I kind of came around on some of it. Starring Jughead from Riverdale. Yep. 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 Yeah. I mean, I don't. I think Adam Sandler's like a. That's a guy I'd, I'd want to see a biopic of. Starring John we, uh, John Stewart was in Big Daddy. I yeah, forgot about as his that. friend. Yeah, and uh, God, that's got an amazing cast. Going back to it, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think that he had the. I mean, the closest we have to a biopic of him is is uh, Funny People. Yeah, where it like goes into like, oh, like you're sort of depressed and and tired, and you do all these shitty movies, and like you see these photos of him at like red carpet stuff, where he's like, oh, you're in Pixels, and he's like in sweatpants, and he's like, yeah, I'm just here. thumbs up, guys. Here you go, it's another movie. He did that whole job. thing where he got what is it like Sony gave him like, tw- like well during the hack, I loved the emails in the in the Sony hack where they're like, are we still fucking paying for these guys to be on the lot? Yeah, We're still fucking. Well, they had like a them. twenty picture deal or something. Yeah, see, it was a, I think it was a nine picture deal. Yeah. And Which is yeah. insane, and then yeah. Netflix is like, "We'll give you a six picture deal." Yeah, yeah. And now and they're stuck with fucking Sandy Wexler. It's working. God. Making, I mean, they're making. But then it. every for every like for every like five turds he does, he does something like Punch Drunk Love, and you're like, "What the fuck?" This dude is like super interesting. And yeah, yeah. yeah I was kind of hoping we'd get more. And then apparently, like the Cobbler has shades of that too. Mm, but I've I heard. Yeah, I've heard that. It. Yeah, no, no. It's just that's so also Method Man is in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird i don't know it's weird to see like i i love billy madison because it is such a strange little movie you know it's just it's also like i mean that's a movie that it if you replaced i bet you thought i was dead yeah so i showed that to i showed that to jen and she hadn't she hadn't been indoctrinated in that whole thing of growing up watching it a repeat i had I had a day in, in college when i we put that on in somebody's dorm with like tw- 20 people in there uh-huh. and me and like two other people just immediately like we're like oh we're the three people who know every word to this movie yeah and it's kind of like we all look at each other and everyone else is like shut the fuck up and stop doing that they're like no no this but part's yeah. great he, no, and, chris, like, chris, yeah. chris farley but goes i know that, that is yeah. correct yeah. no hyperbole i've seen that movie probably a hundred times I, yeah yeah, yeah absolutely. Same, same here same absolutely here. but yeah like i put it on for jen who has not seen it a hundred times and all the stuff with adam sandler if you're not if you're like if you've grown up seeing newer adam sandler he's still adam sandler so it's like it's not easy to sell it on that basis because you're like yeah and he's if anything he's more in doing the silly voices and stuff he doesn't do as much of like the angry voice thing that, yeah i think he's like he's but, much he's much more of just a stupid child in that movie yeah. which i love and with his dumb visor hat yeah they don't up. they don't really try oh, to make him noise better. yeah they don't make him they don't try to make him too relatable which i think is where it got it got sort of saccharine and stuff like big daddy where he's like, like really, click ugh, <laughs> yeah he's doing all those ones where yeah but like billy madison is like it's so fucking weird in parts like the penguin like yeah. that's just straight up like like surrealist comedy oh, where there's but like showing that to showing that to jen and it gets to the part where like the fucking clown is bleeding out of the mouth and she's like what the fuck are you showing me what is this movie because i think if you if you look at it at like sort of from <laughs> a distance, an adult <laughs> well if you look at it from a distance and you're like oh it's a bill it's an it's an adam sandler movie where it's i mean it's it's really like it's, don't worry honey he comes back to life during yeah. the song it's back yeah. to, it's back to school but with adam sandler a guy <laughs> whose movies i don't like and then you get up close and you're like oh the teacher's rubbing paste on her face or <laughs> okay there's like a weird musical number in the middle of it like it's got all these incredibly bizarre moments that what i remember you? just what about you sad burns you want some of this meal <laughs> i'd rather have a beer yeah no that movie's amazing it's yeah. amazing I, it, I think it's aged incredibly well too yeah no i I, I love it i think yeah i mean that's i should give happy gilmore another visit but i think the fact that it's less it's less weird there's still plenty of weirdness in there but it feels more like a little bit more reined in well it's it's like it's a it's a sport it's still a sports movie right which yeah. is kind of shitty like it's just right you know it has the arc of a underdog sports movie which we all know how those go 95 percent of the time but i think the, what the, what's interesting about it is it's not about like a near do well team of losers that can't make it but they really really love the sport anyway it's about a guy that actively hates golf <laughs> yeah like he fucking yeah. hates golf he i don't think he ever truly comes around to it either he's just doing it to get enough money to save his grandmother's house yep. which is like it's so dumb but i just i shooter mcgavin is is just such a fantastic villain it's why i love dirty work so much because he plays the exact same character yep. in that movie as the villain in that movie. <laughs> i need to rewatch dirty work yeah it's 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 really good he plays um, the villain in breaking as well <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> yeah 
That dude, that I poor typecast shit dude. like you for breakfast. God, mm-hmm. you eat pieces of shit for breakfast. That's so good. Yeah, that good long dude. beat before he goes. No, yeah, it's there's, so perfect. There's also, um, I mean, I think Grandma's Boys is, is probably the best. Oh, like, I hate that. Movie. Really, I hate. Really, that movie. yeah, I do yeah. too. I don't know. I hate I, that movie. I, I like it just. I've, I've Sorry, sort of. I hate that movie. Yeah, that's that's an insufferable movie. It's a, it's also. I think that's definitely. It's an. It, there's an age an age difference with that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like yeah. people a few years younger than me. That's their Billy Madison. Yep. Which is weird because you also love Billy, Billy Madison. It, but I think it it had the same sort of. It was a total commercial bomb. Came out of nowhere, and then the one person's like hey i got this dvd we gotta watch and you're like what the fuck is it yeah it was like in in high school in the high school there was somebody who was like who had uh was it snowed out snowed in or something it's like some snowboarder movie that was like a weird like hot dogging no it was it was it was was more it was more (laughs) with music by hoku um but no like oh wait is that the movie is that the movie with uh what's his name sled dogs no uh fuck from the hangover fuck Maybe Zach Galifianakis is in it. Really? Yeah. Okay, so maybe I mean it might be one of those very like I don't. Know, it's it's like people who find something, people who find something that didn't. It wasn't a commercial success. In the same way that like something like Wet Hot American Summer would be becomes like a cult a cult classic. But it's a cult classic that never really like it. it it's like it's like a mainstream. I mean, Grandma's Boy I would put it in that category, and they, like it's. I, I enjoy it. I know that it's got its problems. Right. I, I like parts of it a whole lot, and there's other parts where I'm like, I can leave this, but out cold, out there cold. There you go. Out yeah. Cold. Yeah. Like some somebody there was cold like dog. There were like there were like pirated rips of that floating around my high school, and I was like, what the fuck? And I still haven't seen it, but like, yeah. I don't. It was the same deal where it's like this is a movie that <clears throat> I don't know. It didn't do well, and then a few it did people not were like, do well. "You've got to see this movie," and then it, it gets like a weird like local cult following. Well, I was know? working in a I was working in a video store when that movie came out. On right, TV, right, right. And I, I would I put it on, and like people would walk and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna fucking rent that movie," and I'm sitting there trying like when you put movies on in a video store working, you're like, "I'm gonna put something on in the background that I don't care about." Yeah. I was like, this is still going? Yeah. Because usually when movies finish when you're at work, you're like, fuck yeah, two hours down. All right, yep. only yep. six more to go. And like working there in a busy – I would look over and it's like, this movie's so fucking going. What the fuck? Save the goddamn rec center already and get over it. It's really – I remember uh, like back to Grandma's Boy, the funny thing about that movie is I remember being really incredulous about it because the whole thing was about like one guy who could make a 3D video game on his own. Yeah. I'm like, That's fucking insane because at the time it was and he just had – like an xbox 360 and he developed the game using the xbox 360 controller yeah and i'm like this is bullshit and now like we cover indie games all the time at ign where it's just like one guy did all the music and the animation yeah. and the art and he's doing the pr for it and i'm like oh maybe grandma's boy was real but the other thing was like when i first started but working, he did it inside of the matrix gun room. exactly <laughs> yeah. when i first started working at ign i would explain people back home my job and they'd be like oh like grandma's boy and i was like no nothing like that well, and then little by little i was like yeah, actually, yeah, it's yeah, kind of exactly a lot. like this. Yeah. Like the actual working environments. Like we have that Lara Croft statue. We have that Solid Snake statue. Yeah, all the statues in that movie are in our office somewhere. So. Yeah, we also. I mean, we work with people who like live with their parents. You know, yeah, there's shit in there that's totally, totally rings true. Also, like the part where the boss is like, "I'm taking you guys all out to lunch," and it's like that weird, like vegan place where David Spade is the waiter. Yep. Um, but yep. like, we literally had like a meeting of the day, and where they're like, "We catered lunch will be available," and it was like quinoa we're like fuck this and we're like normally we actually do want to eat this but i don't know i think we were all like expecting like pizza or some shit yeah i was expecting pizza yeah they were like they were like here's like a quinoa salad with an like a lemon dressing i was this i was expecting pizza the life and times of Brian. yeah that's definitely that's my that's my memoir title just this black and white picture of me still expecting pizza the left half of me is still fat the other half it's like cut in half i'm just a skeleton (laughs) and it's like i was expecting pizza it's in this shitty font that's curly Thinner. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Tweaked Audio. They make earbuds. Do you know what that is? It's probably what's in your ears right now, but yours aren't available in seven different durable noise-reducing styles, such as Parkour California. Are they? Or seven different colors, such as red or wood, which isn't an actual color. It's an element. Do your earbuds have a built-in microphone for talking on the phone? Well, they should! Maybe you have earbuds already, but let's be realistic. You're gonna lose them! Put them through the washer, your cat's gonna fuck them up. Go to tweakedaudio.com and use the discount code GEEKBUD. For 33% off of any purchase and free worldwide shipping, tweaked audio that go in your ears and feed you noises. What is in an element, Scott? Shh. 
Oh, hi, everybody. This episode of The Comedy Button is sponsored by Mac Weldon. That's a premium men's essentials brand that believes in well-designed garments made from the most luxurious of fabrics. They make all sorts of nice soft things like underpants and socks and T-shirts and undershirts and sweatshirts and sweatpants and a whole lot more. You can buy them all from a very nice website that's super easy to use. I got a pair of shorts that are so comfortable that I don't want to take them off. But I have to because I have to go to work where I'm not allowed to wear shorts. But that's okay, because I put the shorts back on when I get home from work. Their clothes look good, though, so you can wear them out and about and doing stuff and having a nice time. I just can't wear mine to work because they won't let me wear the shorts. Oh, and one more thing. These aren't just regular comfortable clothes. Some of them have powers. That's right. Their line of silver underwear is antimicrobial, so you won't get the stinky smells. Mac Weldon wants you to be comfortable, so if you don't like your first pair of magic silver underwear, you can keep it. And they'll still refund you, no questions asked. Head on over to MacWeldon.com, that's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com, and use the offer code COMEDY button for 20% off your first order. Again, that's MacWeldon.com, and offer code COMEDY button. Um, no, I don't know. Yeah, Grandma's Boy, I think... I went back to that a lot, kind of at different points in my career, being yeah. like, "Oh, this is actually weirdly, de- weirdly dead on." You know, like there's there are, there is shit in there that I think resonates. But. I appreciate that that movie has a character who's roommates with a monkey. That's always that's that's always a good thing to do. Yeah, yeah. It was also I don't know if that had been an Adam Sandler movie, it would have done way better, but it also probably would have been way less watchable. Mm-hmm. The fact that it was like his weird friends who were like the the gay dudes from Big Daddy or whatever. Yeah, they got their they got their own like their cinematic universe. Yeah, yeah. Entryway as the best friends to Adam Sandler characters. Yeah. It really, kinda, it really sucks that like monkeys will kill you that you can't live with one yeah that really sucks because yeah. i think a lot more people would do that but also i think a lot more people would probably have sex with them which makes it true makes it worse yeah oh do we have to we don't know i don't want to think about that no i don't want to think about that either because you always talk about that fucking <laughs> borneo orangutan <laughs> stop it this is shaved and gave, please, and gave no. plastic jewels <laughs> give it all that jewelry no so i just bad. it'd be fucking like i don't know the world is great but i'd love a good animal surprise and it'd be nice to walk down the street and just see like a dude walking down the street with his friend who's a monkey every yep. now and then what if cool. like what if like one out of every 20 episodes we, we texted our friend and he came through he's just a chimpanzee he's like <laughs> cool as hell he's like texting me he's like yeah, i'll do your show and he gets in here and we're just like talking about poly show and he's like it'd <laughs> 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 be great <laughs> one of my favorite things in the world is uh a chimpanzee with a baseball hat and like a wife i was about on. to say like or <laughs> what, what a specific or, thing i love that <laughs> Or I fucking love chimpanzees. Wear, wearing wearing quads, yeah, quad roller skates. But then they don't have, or like they don't have any shoes on, and they just have these dumbass fat <laughs> overall lappy hand. Feet. Hey, Brian, you shouldn't give that shit away because people are going to get into your bank with a security question. It's like one yeah. of my favorite things in the world. Oh, well, obviously <laughs> this specific thing for the drop down menu. A chimpanzee wearing roller skates, wearing overalls, yeah. and a hat. That's what my bank does. My my security questions is like, what is your favorite monkey clothes? I kind of want to watch Dunstan checks in. No, you don't. No, yeah, you, know, do. you know what you want to watch? I'll tell you what you want to watch you want to watch the movie ed <laughs> oh god what is that ed is about matt, Le- matt leblanc is a pitcher for the santa rosa baseball team what and, and they hire a monkey who's really good at yeah. baseball and no it's air bud but with monkey baseball oh but so a I serious get, movie but for here's adults. the thing what? it's not a monkey it's a man in a suit yeah the entire film and like yeah. but it's, it's for ju- hold, slow the fuck down yeah. it's for adults yeah it's in santa rosa yes it's not really for adults. It's for it was it was it was not for kids. It's not for it was anyone. for general audiences. So it's body. <laughs> yes. Like I don't. I, think I get. The, I think I the get... monkey fucks someone on the road. Okay. What? That's awful. Is that true? That's awful. I now I, I want to see this film where the monkey fucks a baseball monkey fucks somebody. Um, yeah. Here's the thing about the monkey. Like it's not. Uh, it's not a good monkey costume either. No, 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 no. It's it's very bad. So I get Ed, Mister Ed, like Mighty Peking, and man. Ed TV all mixed up. Yeah, yeah, that happens so, like, a lot. I could There's see also a movie called Sex Ed, which has nothing to do with Ed the monkey. I don't get confused by that. That's I don't. That'd be like a cool nickname though. If your name was Ed, people just called you Sex Ed. I'm trying to find a good photo of this chimp because it's okay. So it's like very. <laughs> That's the follow up to Brian's hit memoir. I was expecting here. Pizza. Oh, is it eating? Like, is it eating? Why does it have red eyes? Oh, he eats like banana dogs or whatever. It looks like fuck. he's eating shit. Well, because it's like it's clearly a man in a costume. It's yeah, really scary. But like when we were kids and we watched this movie, like I always talk about my my youngest brother's eight years younger than me. So there's a lot of this shit I would have missed. And then he was just like, "Let's watch this." Let's watch like, Ed. 
And you're like, all right. And then so you put it on and you're like, oh, that's not um, – is that a monkey or is that a man? What I love is there's uh, there's this set of films that I just found called Baseball All-Stars. And it's when oh. Walmart's like, fuck you on the way out of the store. Hey, now. You're a baseball all-star. Uh, it comes with four films. It comes with Field of Dreams. Okay. Good for, movie. For uh, love sure. of the game. All right. Mr. Baseball. Got it. And, nah, less bad. Less less good. Starring and, Tom Selleck. And Ed. <laughs> wow. Which is just like you get to the so fourth one. From, you're like three, three like, semi-serious like, baseball right, movies. And Field then of Dreams. One. Field of Dreams. Nominated for an Academy Award. I believe for Best Picture. Sure. Or at least Best Screenplay. I think Kevin Costner got a nomination. Yeah. And they want dudes to buy it. So they're not going to put like a league of their own and in then there. They're like, and then they're like, oh, okay, love of the game. Kevin Costner, once again, directed by Sam Raimi, starring Rene Russo. Not as great as they want you to think it is, but it's okay. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Mr. Baseball. Well, did, we got did, you. We did, got did you, you like, here. Did you like Magnum P.I.? <laughs> what if Magnum P.I. played baseball in Japan? Good God. Yep. So I like I love those four pack DVDs because you like Friends. <laughs> where they're like one of the friends with the monkey. Where they're like. The first, like the first one, you're like totally on board. Second one, you're like, hey, it's a value. And then by the third one, you're like, I'm actually changing my mind about this. As in the fourth one, you're like, you know what? I think I'll buy these movies individually and skip half of them. Yep, I love I, that shit where they're like Casper two, Juana Man, Flopper, <laughs> and Baps. God damn! Wait, Ju- you know that's like Ju- Ju- Juana Man. Oh my god, I haven't thought about that. Fuck. I mean, that's movie. kind of like if the boxes for loot crates were clear. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's like you walk up and you're like, I kind of want to start photoshopping those. Do you guys want you guys like a here's a the a Jetsons glove <laughs> and uh, there's a bobblehead of the monster cheese rat from <laughs> Chip and Dale. Uh, here's the uh, the fucking sewer cap from Ninja Turtles, but you can put and it a on DVD the of Eddie starring Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> like, as the coach for the Knicks because she used to yell at them from the stands. Yeah, Max, that's a good idea. We should start doing that. that. Sounds just, great. Yeah, just like weird recurring themes where you're like, oh, it's uh, let's let's see, it's it's uh, it's, it's, do- just, it's Dogma and Caddyshack and uh, two other movies that have feces th- scenes in them. Yep. Like, oh. Yep. I don't know. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, like oh, your what's your favorite poopy movies? <laughs> An extremely poopy movie. <laughs> Hotel for dogs. Um, yeah, yeah, so I don't know. I want to go back to Dunstan checks in for a second. Here. Okay, what uh, did they think there were going to be more Dunstan films? Uh, they did because Dunstan checks in. If you remember the marketing campaign, which I know nobody ever does. No, I do. That's why I'm, I never saw the film, but the, I know that he checks in. I don't the, know if the marketing campaign was was done in a style like the home alone films mm-hmm. they were like if you like home alone if you like a kid home alone if you like a kid fucking wrecking a hotel you are gonna love this ape and a kid wrecking a hotel did you did you read that shit recently that matt damon interview about about like the 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 rules of shooting in a in a donald trump building no did you okay so matt damon did a movie recently where they shot it was like a serious film he did it with clooney was it the and, wall I th- and no, it wasn't that. A new yeah, Trump building coming serious soon. Film. <laughs> that sounds like a Trump movie uh, that'll never come out. But it, Downsizing. Yeah. They, um, he plays a, a little man. So they wanted to shoot in one of his buildings, and uh-huh. he has this fucking rule that if you shoot... He, he has to make a cameo. He has to make a cameo. Ha! So Matt Damon described in this interview, like, they we're shooting this thing, and, like, we had to stop and for, like, two hours, basically, bring Donald Trump in. And he does this cameo where he comes in, and George Clooney's, like, in the lobby of his hotel. And Donald Trump comes out, and he's like, George Clooney, it's me, Donald Trump. And he shakes his hand, and he's like, nice to meet you, Donald Trump. And then he leaves, and then they shoot the scene, and they don't put it in the film. Uh, but, like, somewhere exists this wall that he has at home where he can go watch all of him. He's like, this is the time. I met Robert Redford, you know, like a fucked up dude. But so like in Home Alone, I think like they just kept it in there. <laughs> well, that, that makes me wonder. Like, Home Alone too. What, well, that makes what, sense. what like, building from the Little Rascals does he own? Does he own that shed they all hang out in? Because <laughs> he plays like the villain's he dad. He owns the bank they try to get a bank loan from. Does he play the villain's dad? Yeah. Really? Yeah. There's like a weird scene where the kid like calls he, his dad on the like phone. He's like driving in his soapbox and he's like, let me call my father. And he calls him up and then Tr- Trump's is like in the stands and he like answers his phone. He's like, yeah, kiss my boys. I own these bleachers. They made me shoot this film here. So is that Eric Trump? Theoretically. Uh, effectively, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Eric Trump is the villain in the Little Rascals. All right. Yeah. Un- completely unsurprising to anybody. <laughs> so I want to I want to stitch together that cinematic universe because if Trump's in all these movies showing up, that means that Home Alone, the Little Rascals, the DTCU. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Actually, yeah, that'd be fucking the amazing. The MAGA-verse. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that's like, I don't know. Um, I, I went to, I went to like, in middle school, we had this um, this really f- uh, heavy kid who was very rich who lived in my school. And they, his name was like Minkyon. <laughs> what? He, Monkey he, King. He used to come in with bags of candy and be like, if I give you candy, will you be my friend? <laughs> what the uh, fuck? And that's, did you used to do that, Sue Scott? No. That's what, that's what this shit reminds me of. It's like Donald Trump being like, oh, if you want to come to my house, go to take a picture with me. You make me the famous boy. I want to take a picture with you. I think that'd be Angela a, that'd be Jolie. A, we're friends now. I have a video proof. That'd be, like a, that'd be like a... That'd be a weird thing to do. Like a kid who... I don't know, like a kid who pretends he's a celebrity in, in school. Like, I don't know, like, there's a trope in, like, a kid's movie. There's the, oh, that kid over there, what's his deal? Like, oh, he thinks he's famous. Oh, he's yeah. like, is he? He's like, no, he's not at all. No, he's, he's like, in a local catalog. This kid was model. also, he's the first person that ever dropped the, like, legitimate uh, Uncle Works at Nintendo shit on me. Really? Like, first, first dude I ever heard that. Like, to find that that was a trope years later was so interesting to me because it's, like, so much of us grew up hearing that in the 80s and 90s. I don't know what, like, the version of that is now. If like uh, p- people are like my dad's PewDiePie, <laughs> right. like, well, I don't know. Yeah, about that. I don't know. Uh, right? Maybe don't like know. I don't know. He follow. He follow. My uncle invented Twitch. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's a new thing coming to Twitch where uh, you can film uh, in in your parents' bedroom and uh, money will fall out of the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog's unlockable if you type Sonic into Twitch. Yeah, my uncle works at YouTube. He said that it's going to be on TV soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay that's right it sure will yeah hbo's doing a minecraft oh, I know. let's I, play series i think it's i think it's when somebody <laughs> i think it's when somebody tweets at you like if some influencer or whatever is like because you see people in their in their comments it's like oh yeah like f- fucking markiplier tw- senpai noticed me like whatever like somebody tweeted at me on, oh, like, on right, this right. date on this date it's like you had an interaction on social media with somebody that's yep. fucking wild yeah yeah that's a cafe that's so fucking funny well it's like so it's, it's now it's so easy to bullshit things but like in the in the 80s or 90s I, and i've told yeah. this before this dude told me that chun lee was his cleaning lady <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she's a cartoon how does that work that's she's, odd. she comes in she's just like k- kicking dust off the fan and shit Ying, tang. <laughs> yeah yeah. All right, Max, do you have another question from the. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I was just trying to imagine Chun Li cleaning out. It just seems like an odd use of her skills. I don't it's know. It's a very odd use of her skills. I wonder if she'd do it fast. I, think I mean, be pretty pro- she'd probably put like dust, dust cloths on her feet. Yeah. You know? I mean, that town she lives in is kind of a wreck, so I don't really trust her. Well, there's the guy who's just been choking the chicken for 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> Troy Dunford asked. He'll never finish. What sort of Greek fucking tragedy is that? It's <laughs> like, please just fucking, fucking sis- Sisyphusian bullshit. Please snap my neck. I all day I choke this chicken and never get <laughs> Troy Dunford asked, if you could only use one mode of transportation for the rest of your life, what would it be? Remember, if you choose a road vehicle, overseas trips would be off the cars. Cards, cards. Unless you put your car on an overseas yeah, boat. Yeah, and he was like, ah, quick thinking. I followed up with him on that. So apparently that's allowed. But I don't. So know. it's allowed to put your car on a boat. I think so. <clears throat> but then uh, you got to travel by boat. Have to be plane for me. So you would go to work on a plane every no, day. I, I would walk to work. But what if you worked? What if you worked? Like, remember when IGN used to be in Brisbane? Yeah. Would you fly to Brisbane every day? Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to at that point. So I got a nice. I would bake that into my into my salary. If gyrocopters and helicopters are considered the same vehicle, then I think I'd go with that. Okay, because well, you could use a gyrocopter for like close range shit. How long does it take to take a helicopter to like I don't know Japan? Can you do that? Well, it, you could land on Max, a boat. Yeah, that's true. And but, refuel. But yeah. Max, I think Max or just, just, just sit I don't on know. Boat. Sh- I don't know. Wait, shit so about if you chose a gyrocopter, you'd have to stay in a gyrocopter you couldn't use the power of flight it's like a wheelchair that flies <laughs> you have to stay in there that's no no but i mean like you have to pedal if that you shit? choose flying you have to pedal a gyrocopter like if you chose if you chose train you're bound by how far a train can go if you if you choose train you're just in fucking snow pierce but if, Yo, you choose, mean, if you choose you know, a, i'm sorry i'm gonna no pun intended i'm gonna derail this question you if you choose to a stay boat, in the, you have to stay in that vehicle if you choose a boat you're landlocked you're does, fucked does this it's mean like, you're not allowed to go in the other vehicles or you make a choice for the world like the only that vehicle you exists? Ca- you cannot go into other vehicles so what like you you go to you call an uber and they're like nah you're like john <laughs> madden but maybe what if what if uber had like a helicopter app and you get like a little helicopter to pick you up you don't have to worry about parking then that's or fine I, i'll take that but what about like you go to the airport and there's like those flat escalators you can put your bags and shit and feet on? That's yeah. a, that's a vehicle. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. It's part of a building. It's not yeah, a vehicle. Yeah, but they would have to build it everywhere. So you is went. A, a train is part of a building? No, it's not. Yes, it is. The train track is part of the building. 
the, the and the building is planet Earth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you slow, slow you the fuck down. Stupid and I own planet Earth. You got to put me in the film. Yeah. I fucking love when you're like, gotcha. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> the train, train tracks picked, are part of the train station. Oh, you want me to fucking actually this question out to a planetary level? Yeah. I choose flight. Why? Because no matter what. Everyone on planet Earth is flying around the sun. The planet is not a plane. The planet is a plane. For it's, the not a, s- it's not a fucking plane. It's, it's a plane air- for the galaxy. It's not an aircraft. Yeah, man. Technically, our bodies craft. are vehicles. Yeah, tell the sun that. That shit's flying around the sun every year. All right, what about this? Rollerblades. Because no. you can wear them in the car. You can wear them on a plane. You can wear them on a boat. Yeah, have fun You're still your, wearing them. Have fun yeah. in your fucking honeymoon on rollerblades, yeah, right. dork. Yeah. dork. <laughs> trying to think if I've, if I've seen videos have you fought in rollerblades. What? What the fuck are you looking up? <laughs> Fucking in rollerblades? I don't, you ever notice how they're always wearing shoes in porn? Yeah, dude, it's called Boogie Nights, motherfucker. And there's a girl. Oh, those yeah, are quads. Obviously, yeah. Those God are damn. quads. Yeah, okay. I think it's straight rollerblades. All right. It's all the same. Sorry, inline it's skates. It's all the same. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> yes, it is. It's not the same. The brake is on the front of quads. The you know what is else the is back. the same? <laughs> Mopeds, motorcycles, bicycles. Same thing. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you guys ever... Uh, Sidecar, it's all the same. You ever use those three-wheeled rollerblades? The Blade Trinities? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate you. I heard those wheels do a real matrix revolution. <laughs> no, you got to pick airplane because then you can get the fuck out of here. If you if you don't want to go anywhere, then yeah, you pick a car. You just only go where the car goes. It'd be cool Problem if they made is, like little tiny airplanes like the size of a shopping cart that you, you could get in to wait, go for smaller flights. You wait. can't drive a car onto a boat because wait. the boat's another vehicle. It's cheating. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You're using another vehicle. You're not driving the car. So if you choose a plane, are you bound by where the airports are, or can they create airports near the places you need to be? Rich people aren't bound by airports. Rich people have airplanes that go anywhere. Yeah, and then they land, uh-huh. and then they get into a car to take them where they want to no, be. No, they land, and then they star in episode seven. <laughs> <laughs> Do whatever they want. Okay. I don't know. I like. I'm. I'm thinking about this. I very. I very much like this question. I you like, got to go like, with the airplane. Airplane's pretty cool. Everything else is severely limiting on a day to day basis. What about what about some sort of VTOL apparatus? So it's like a helicopter to take off and land. I but would then it choose can... a dirigible. <laughs> <laughs> what if you had to? Okay. What if you had to live in a vehicle? What would you pick? Horse. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's like in Ace Ventura two, and you're just like hiding out inside there with a bunch of computers. And Sorry, stuff. I couldn't even let you yeah. finish that sentence. Horse. <laughs> I'll be in that horse. I give it a dirigible. I get in a fight with my wife. If you need me, I'll be in the horse. <laughs> if you had to live in a vehicle, you'd live in a fucking mobile home. Helicopter. I literally, it's so any vehicle that you live in is a mobile home. I'm saying, what kind of what kind, like a cool yacht? Airplane. Airplane. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, you yeah. Or a, or a dirigible. Well, cool yacht, but you'd have to get used to the uh, cool yacht Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd live in a I'd live in a cool yacht. What about a hovercraft? <laughs> No. No, it's horrible. No, fuck how, that. They're pretty loud. They're yeah. very also, loud, they, they and they, look, run out, they run out of gas super fast. You look, and me got, got yeah. stuck in one. We ran out of like gas. It was a small hovercraft. But we ran out of gas in the middle of the Florida Everglades. That did actually happen to us. And then we it's just ha- left it there. That was fucking awesome. Cool thing about a cool yacht is you can just hang your butt off the side and go poopies. <laughs> <laughs> the you dun- can do that the dunker's deck. You can shit in a toilet in the sky, and it'll freeze and land on a house in Idaho. That's the fucking uh, yeah. A-plus shit That's right true. there. That's true. That's the best. <laughs> do they? And some dude's watching, like, I don't know, the fucking Alex Jones show do and, they like, just, a turret uh, cube burst they just drop ceiling? those turrets out the plane? Yeah. Have you, have you not seen Joe Dirt starring David Spade? Exactly. Dierte. <laughs> I know, sorry. Spoilers for Joe Dirt, an 18-year-old movie about David Spade. Dude, every year, dozens of tur- frozen turd cubes bust through the ceilings of people watching Alex Jones. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, aside from Joe Dirt, have they made any documentaries about what happens to frozen shit flying out of planes? Yeah. I don't know where, like, I don't, I've, yeah, it people selling you. blue meteorites on Craigslist or, yeah, it's, you know, like local, the, local want ads. It's like a Minecraft movie trailer. <laughs> it's like this fucking frozen what? shit cube burst through your house. Uh-huh. No, you got to pick the Metroids. You got to pick airplane because you could sleep on it. You could eat on it. There's people up there working for you and shit like that, bringing you all sorts of snacks and perigibles. Perigible. I'd live in a perigible. I like a, I like a, bl- a blimp. Would be There's cool. movies that aren't out yet. Everybody loves the airplane. Yeah, right. Oh boy. Gordon, is, Scott thinks that the, in first class that he, I mean, you were telling us about flying first class once, and you're like, there's like all sorts of movies up there, and I was like, it's the same movies, motherfucker. They don't have yeah. like fu- f- the fucking Star Wars Episode Nine up there. <laughs> they got like movies that never. No, got you, made. Got, you yeah. pay enough money, you see how the Avengers ends, yeah. man. Yeah. It's just crazy yeah. up here. They got like Dunst- they got- Dunstan's Halloween Adventure. My dude's like- fighting for the Infinity Gauntlet up in first class. <laughs> My uncle Waterworld who works for you. United told me. 
I don't know, that was that was actually kind of cool for a minute there before video on demand got all weird when it was like, oh, I missed this movie in theaters. Well, I guess I'll go to a hotel or fly in an airplane. Yep, yeah. yep. And you see it early, which was weird that it would go those two places. First. I, I really want to start the rumor that there's there's unreleased movies yeah. in, first in, class. in first class. You yeah. want to see Shrek Eight? They got all sorts of shit up there. Like you could play Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> it's on the PlayStation Five. It's very exciting up in the sky. They've had Star Fox Two for fucking decades. Exactly. Up there. Yeah, I took a flight uh, to LA the other day. I was playing uh, Animal Crossing Globe Town the whole time up there. <laughs> Globe Town, good God! <laughs> yeah. So Matt Shatroff wrote the in. Nintendo Fiat. <laughs> Fiat for this. Uh, Matt Shatroff wrote in and said, "You get your, you get to create your own line of action figures. What's the elevator pitch for the characters slash lore, and what gimmicks would the toys have?" Oh man, man, this is a really good one. Uh, uh, he's got fart in action. Yeah, you bend him over. He gives. Nice they haven't done. Toots. They haven't done enough action figures that fart. Yeah, that's true. They have done some of them, but not a lot. There's Stinkor. He stinks. He doesn't. Yeah, fart, though. it's really just that was really just like a bo musk. That's, it's that he like had a gone. He-Man skunk ad- I had adult. A, I had that. <laughs> mine, would come with, mine would come with a panicked look in his eyes, a whole bunch of food to stress eat, and then he would fart. That's a really good idea. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, and the the pitch on the back would would, would say. You think you want to become this your whole life, but you really don't once you get there. Yeah. I think I would do... That's some weird flavor text. I would do, like, a super realistic um, revamp of, like, the the food fight line. I knew you were going to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Because I really... I mean, I I like the idea of just this just, like, fucking, like... This, it's like a Hot Toys pizza slice, <laughs> but like it's got appendages you can snap on that hold guns and cigarettes and shit. That'd yep. be fucking awesome. Huh. Yep. Like it's a like or it's like a it's like a hoagie that you got from like a Wawa in New Jersey, or there's like this Taco Bell burrito that the front of it's like all cut off and like oozing out, and you can you can you can make it look like regular food, or you can like kind of gussy it up a little bit and give it action figure parts. That'd I like great. that. I do like a to- like a McFarlane style like like either sort of movie maniacs, Clive Barker's tortured soul approach but it's just like people you see on public transit that's awesome so it'd be like but it would also they'd, they'd come with sort of their accessories hidden so you'd they'd be i don't know like blind bagged or something and so you'd open them up and you're like oh here's this interesting man with an overcoat and you like find his little little accessories and you're like oh he's got a i don't know like an upright base or yeah. like he's got like a copy of of juana man on dvd and it's just sort of like that odd like why does he have this and there'd be no explanation there'd be no lore you'd have to figure it out for yourself using your imagination or the power of deduction i like that because there'd be a dude name like particle blanket man and he just like unfolds (laughs) all of his wares (laughs) not even just homeless people either there's this the weirdest thing happened uh this is like such a fucking dorian gray ass like everyday occurrence for me but like um there was a time in probably 2007 before i even lived in the city and i was riding the bus to go to my friend's house and i was like i'm an art kid and i pull out my sketchbook i'm gonna draw somebody on the bus like you see in a weird movie and there's this dude in the corner who's wearing this big ass like black cowboy hat like like ed harris in westworld or whatever and he's got this funny mustache that doesn't look cool and I was like, that, what a strange man. And I sketched this dude. And years later, I'm living in the city, and I look over, and there's that exact same man. Hell yeah. And it was just, this was just on the 38. Like, so I used to ride it every day. And right. I would see him all the fucking time. And to the point that I was like, should I show him my drawing from five years ago? Should I show him this picture? No, no. I've been following you your whole life. I've talked yeah. about this on the show before, but that's like the weird difference between living in New York and San Francisco is that in San Francisco, you see those characters yep. over and over again. Whereas in New York, you see the craziest person you've ever seen in your life and then you never see them again. And in New York, you're like, you see them every day and you start to be like, how similar are we? Like mm-hmm. we wake up at the same time. We take the same train. Do they recognize the me? Do they recognize me? Yeah, they do. I think they do at, at a certain point. There was a dude who used to come by my dorm in the Tenderloins, and he—I I don't even know if he's homeless or just like a dude who walked around singing a lot. But yep. um, he looked like Neil deGrasse Tyson if he lived on Robitussin and never blinked. Wow! Um, so he just had like the so Neil fucking, deGrasse Tyson, yeah, um, but more so. Um, and he would just walk around singing uh, like old Motown stuff, and like I don't know, sort of panhandling, but also just kind of. And he, I think he realized that like, oh, you he's live around here. A busker. We had yeah. this guy at the apex of the final season of breaking bad who dressed exactly like a small heisenberg oh God. like he had the goatee he had the fucking was the, it ryan the, scott he had the glasses and he had the black hat and he oh was bald God. and he would get on the train and people like it was funny because people would snap pictures of him and like i looked up like the hashtag for muni once or like looked up heisenberg muni and there are all these pictures of this man and i was just like i see this guy every day and i've never seen him since yeah because that's so strange they just disappear yeah they just vanish i don't know i had this this odd thing like i lived in the city for a while and then i came back i you know moved to la and came back whatever and then i, I would i like, have these weird like like cameos 
of these like characters I recognized. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like the, the Neil deGrasse Tyson dude, like I was not even in the neighborhood I used to live in, and he just like I walked by him at a bus stop, and he's like. I was going. He was just like he did this weird like thing where he looked like he was talking into radio headphones where he'd wow. like, hold hand over one ear and be like, "Let me hear you say, oh yeah, oh yeah," and I'd be like, "Oh yeah," and he'd be like, "Oh yeah," and I'd be like, "That's was weird." Back to the action figure thing. I think I'd want like um, I don't know. You and I both have a bunch of like figure arts. Those yeah. are really nice. I, I would want those of like realistic animals. That would be, they, like, I think they sort of almost have those. They mm-hmm. have like there's this line of of figures in Japan that I think is called. Safubi. Yeah. And it's the most inconsistent line of action figures I've ever seen because it's like they put them out like just erratically, like one at a time, and they're like, here is a panda bear. And you're like, oh, it's a panda bear. That's exciting. That's nice. And it's like this, you know, semi articulated figure. And it's they do a good job of having joints, but not enough that it would fuck up what a panda looks like. Right, they're right, kind of right. big fat things. And they're like, here is a gorilla. And you're like, oh, wonderful. And then they're like, here's a sumo wrestler. And you're like, oh, that's an interesting style guide you have here. And then they're right. like, here is an ancient Japanese yokai of legend, which looks like if a rattlesnake ate a dinner roll and <laughs> could curl up into a ball to roll around like a wheel. And you're like, sorry, what's the point of this toy line? And they're like, here's a baby. And you're like, what are you making? What are these toys of? I love that shit. It's like I, I, don't, I, go, I go to a lot of toy stores in foreign countries when I can, when I'm there. I always, always make it a point to find toy stores. And, like, the difference between the shit you find in, like, Paris and Germany and then Japan, like, it's so fascinating. Like, when I came back from Japan, I brought Max this um, – I got him, like, a small toilet and a skeleton – I love them. And they, they sell this entire they're almost like um the shit that people use for figure drawings, but they're all they're all tiny posable skeletons. And they you can buy their wives and their children and like their friends and they it, different parts of their house and like you so I bought the bathroom corner that has the toilet and you basically assemble this entire world for these things. Do they have a chain link fence so you can recreate that scene from T two? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> So that's in Japan. There's this whole culture. I don't know if it's of just like making little dioramas or people who photograph toys or what, but they make all of. And I love this. They make all of this like hyper specific dollhouse furniture that's sometimes in the form of like a model kit, and you can get like backdrops for your figures. And they're like, "Hey, what does your figure do?" And it's like, "Did they ride on trains in the 1930s?" Because here's a 1930s train compartment. Oh, dude, that was that was actually my biggest regret. And I had two options to do it because I was when I was flying out of uh, Haneda Airport at the, at the at the fucking gift shop, they had a, they had a set of them too. But I went to this toy store in uh, in Harajuku that had these things, and I, I almost grabbed them again on the way to the airport. They were like 35, 40 bucks. It was just kind of annoying, but they're almost like little diorama slash uh, model kits, mm-hmm. and it'll just be like the front half of a sake bar, and it like looks Blade Runner as fuck. Like they have all the trimmings like all these little it just looks like people live there like there's like a ratty cocktail napkin oh, in the wow. corner it's all this stuff like that and then i went online to look for them and they're like three times the price damn but they're so fucking cool and i also don't really have space on our desk anymore mm-hmm. but they'd be so like they'd be like i think probably the size of like i don't know four inch scale or gi joe action figures yeah i mean i have one of my favorite model kits i've built in recent history is they make all of these uh one twelfth scale which is supposed to be like six inch action mm-hmm. figure, but it's totally, totally weird. Scott's cat is just fucking going horseshit <laughs> like nonsense. A fucking back kick off the wall. Yeah. Weird fucking animal to have. Anyway, they have these model kits of things that are like decidedly very, very boring. Yeah. I bought a model kit of a fucking desk and of a chair. And it's like the most like like gov- when government buildings buy like desks and they're like we don't want anyone to have too much fun here and it's like one of those uncomfortable rolling chairs that has like the and it's just like it's all gray. Did you ever go to like model hobby shops when you were a kid? Yeah, totally. And like I remember being really bored by that kind of stuff because it wasn't fantasy enough for me. But now that I'm an adult, I right. have, I, I've seen so much fantasy and, and spent decades buying fantasy toys that I do get really interested in seeing shit like that, like like the small scale arcade cabinets, like desks, right. like very well, that's, just yeah, boring that's stuff. Cool. And it's more like kind of fun accessories. It, I mean, it's sort of going Going into that weird dollhouse furniture area where you're yeah. like, oh, like I want to have, I want my my to- my toys to have fun things. And I mean, like I have, um, like you have a clone trooper sitting or a, a, one of those like droids yeah. sitting in the in, in a the toilet, toilet yeah. reading a newspaper yeah. or reading a magazine. Like I, I love know. shit like that. I love like little tiny things. It's very it's very fun. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I also I also love when there's very I like toys when they're extremely generic, not in like quality, but in like what they are. That's yeah. what I love about Playmobil and like old Lego is you're like, it's not telling you who this person is or what they're doing. It's yeah. more like, uh, I don't know. Like I'd love to see like a, like high end, super realistic figure line. That's just like, here's a businessman. Yeah. Here is a bus driver. Here is so-and-so and not like, you know, not like cutesy stylized, but just like realistic. Like here's maybe you need like a civilian for your Marvel legends to protect. To, like, I, I would like, like a, like a, like a four inch scale action figure set that was highly detailed versions of people who were mid transition to werewolf. <laughs> So that basically, would be, that'd be cool. it's, it's just like a guy waiting for the bus, but like his arms are just like freakishly hairy. <laughs> and he's just like, ah! 
Um, that's so, that'd be so funny. Like it, it would look like kind of like you swat like or like there's a cop and he's howling at the moon and he's got a full wolf's face but adult man's body. That'd be a cool series. Is just is just monsters trying to do trying to trying hide to, it. Trying trying to do it. Just yeah. do a real real regular job. Yep. Like like Frankenstein, but he's wearing like a Safeway uniform. Frank Stooch. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna wrap things up. This is the comedy button. We do it all the time, every yes. week, top to bottom, up and down. If you want more of it and you want it ad free and you want it early, uh, give us a buck or more. Just on patreon.com slash comedy button there's a bunch of other shit over there we do movie commentaries and google hangouts and um if you give us enough tokens we'll show you our tits not really that's actually at our my free cams anyway uh we also do a lot of stuff on the side uh brian and i do up at noon every week on ign which is thursday at noon pacific time live and we do podcast beyond which is about plastash and uh, oh yeah yeah uh, Ryan does The Geekbox, which is geekbox.net. It's a show about how they're probably making the DC Comics movies wrong, and Ryan will tell you exactly how and why. He's made a spreadsheet. Trust me. <laughs> Meanwhile, Scott does The Star Wars Show on StarWars.com yes. or YouTube.com slash Star Wars, as well as Science Star and Star Wars. Science and Star Wars. Science and Star Wars. Sam and Steve Star Wars. With IBM. And that's on, that's on Facebook. Uh, it's on Facebook. It's on YouTube. It's on. It's all over the place. Yeah, it's everywhere. And then, of course, there's Rebels Recon, which is keeping track of the now final season of Star Wars Rebels. Correct. Uh, which is that goes up like Saturdays or something. Uh, it goes up on Fridays. What day of the week is that? I don't. know. You just made like a trumpet noise. And I'm not days. sure. I'm not right. sure yet. It's fine. It's all out there on the internet. I don't know yeah. what day people are listening to the show. Sometimes they listen Wait, to if, it. On if a, a brand new episode of Rebels hits, go on YouTube and you'll there see you our other show where we have a bunch yeah. of goofy robots. Uh, and that's about. Off. That's a bunch of stuff that we all do. Uh, uh, Brian just put out a new track that is a remix of the Metroid theme. I highly recommend you go check that out. Dun, he's on. Dun, 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 he's on like SoundCloud. Dun, 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 dun. That's right, right? That's That's the one. Yeah, it's on. I think Spotify, SoundCloud, all that horse shit. So go look that up. And um, on that note, we're gonna go and do other stuff right now. Goodbye. Yeah. The comedy button is executive produced by Andrew Rowland. Curtis Ruska, Laura K. Buzz, Luis Cancado, Matt Shotroff, Paul Gravovac, and Paula Shaw.